0: We start talking about offerings today on the Weekly Kingdom Outlook. Let's go. Hey folks, Apostle Lewis here with you. Wonderful Monday for me here. And so... I know that's not probably what it is for you when you hear this, because I won't put it out until tomorrow or Wednesday. But I always like telling you what day it is. That's just me. It's a wonderful day. I had a wonderful time with the Lord yesterday in church. Um, Two people were healed of sinus um, uh, difficulties. I don't know what their full conditions were, but it was funny because they were both praying for each other as we had prayer. Uh, Um in the middle of service, and uh, just a wonderful time. Uh, you can get that series at thegatejacks.com, or you can go ahead and download the Gate Jacks, uh, the Gate Church of Jacksonville app, and you can get all those things on there. Plus, we got School of the Prophets every Tuesday night on the app. If you want to be in the School of the Prophets group, where I give the notes and things like that, then you have to uh, text us, and here's the JPEG for that. And just do what that says, and you'll be added to that list. So, a wonderful day, and uh, I hope that you are having a great day. It's a little rainy here in Florida, in Jacksonville. Uh, It's great. We need the rain. Don't mind the rain. Um, But when it rains, it does get chilly. It was 80 for the last three days. And I think it's down to 57 today. All right. We have been talking, for the most part, about the tithe and I hope we understand tithe is the beginning point; it's not the end. There are there are many different ways you give to the Lord. You give to you can tithe, you can give offerings, you can give vows, and you can also give to the poor. But we're going to talk this one about offerings, about scattering your seed. Listen to what it says in the book of Proverbs, uh, chapter eleven, verse twenty-four: "There is one who scatters yet increases more." And there is one who withholds more than is right, but it leads to poverty. The generous soul will be made rich, and he who waters will also be watered himself. The people will curse him who withholds grain, but blessing will be on the the head of him who sells it. This This is important to understand the economy of God. And the economy of heaven is not the economy of the world. You know we we um, we see the world we see its corruption right now. What's going on in Ukraine, folks? Um, there's a there's a movie I'd like you to watch. Um, you gotta get the political and the opinion stuff out, but just listen to the facts of Ukraine's history. How horrid it is! It's not a very good history. Um, so go and watch it. It's called Ukraine on Fire. It's by Oliver Stone, and some people think he's a far conspiracy whack job but he's not that far out there he has got some things but he's just asking honest questions and you'll see the corruption that we actually helped set up in the last 10-15 years in Ukraine and how you'll see you'll see how corrupt it is and you'll see how we kept trying to interfere and it's a point where I think the U.S. needs to stop doing that to a point like we keep interfering Um, You know, what made Afghanistan the debacle it was after Bush did his job was, you know, Obama and the left went in there and said, you got to allow gays, you got to allow women to vote and all and be in parliament and all this. Well, yes, that would be ideal. That's the utopia. That's what we'd like to see. But A nation doesn't shift like that you just don't set up a government and it's free we seem to forget that we were here for a hundred and fifty two hundred years before we established the united states of america it didn't happen overnight and so we had to learn freedom we had to learn how to govern we had to learn these things And the problem is, is we think we can just set our formula up anywhere, and it works, except the people. People can't, listen, people do not know how to go from slave to free. Not even Egypt did. I mean, not even Israel did. That's why Israel had so much trouble. Because just because you're set free, loose from chains, doesn't mean you're set free here or set free here. All right. So the economy of heaven is not like the economy of the world. The economy of the world wants to hoard. you got rich oligarchs that want to keep all their money. Um, They want to make more, so they're looking for cheap labor. Why? Because I guess, you know, $100 billion isn't enough. And they want cheap labor. And they're looking for countries that they can make the same stuff that we can make here, but they want to make it for less. Why? So their profit margin's bigger. And there used to be a principle in business 100 years ago that five, 6% profit was good. That's not good anymore. Now, I mean, we're talking iPhones and stuff. I don't think anyone wants to pay more than they're paying for an iPhone. But, you know, this is what happens. And um, we demand, I mean, we want, I mean, I'm already, they're already talking about the iPhone 14, just the 13. By the way, I do get one every year. I just give this one to Kathy, and I just keep rotating. Uh, when you have five kids, or four, four other people in your family, you can just keep rotating these. I always, that's my one thing every year. It's my one one thing I get every year is I do buy a new iPhone, and because uh, I am a little Apple um, crazy. But but that's the only thing. I, I don't get a new car. My cars are eight years old, twelve years old. Uh, I don't I I don't I don't splurge on myself a lot. I give a lot of money away, and. Here's the Bible's telling us look, in the kingdom of heaven, giving is better than receiving. And now, here's why. And I want to explain. Because giving, him who gives receives, him who receives does not give. Okay? And I can give you something, but you have nothing sown to heaven, you have no future reward. You have not put your money in the heavenly treasury account. You have no access to say to God, hey, I've sown, why don't I reap? Because you haven't, because you haven't sown seed. And we're going to talk a little bit about this, is that the power of giving, because giving contains receiving in it. Now, this is something that I've got to be quite honest with you, I had a little bit of tough time with when it came to receiving. I love to give, but I found it hard in me to receive. That was a poverty spirit. I didn't realize it, but I was almost like, I wanted to give. I loved giving so much, I wanted to be one who always gave. But I didn't know how to receive. I didn't know how to say thank you. You know, Now, people gave and I said thank you, but I mean, I always felt, oh man, they gave you know, what do I do with this, you know, and it was always kind of a, a, a hang-up in me, because, you know, I had to learn in the first five years, I, I gave from the moment I gave my life to Christ, I we began to tithe, it meant shutting off our cable, and and get just not going out as much, but we tithed, my wife was really glad, because she was a backslidden Baptist, she's like, thank God he's tithing, you know, but we didn't have the money, so we just sacrificed things. We just didn't do the things we normally did. You know, I didn't mind eating peanut butter jelly sandwiches. I didn't mind brown bagging it to work. I didn't mind those. Now remember, when I got saved, I wasn't making any money in the FA. Okay, I was. I was. Um, I was making about twenty, twenty-eight thousand, thirty-two thousand, something like that. Ooh, a little thunder uh, out there. So. I want you to understand. You might go, Lou, I, I really don't think I can tithe. Well, what, what can you give up? You know, can you give up? We we didn't have cable. We just did without it. That's what me and Kathy did. We just did without it. It was more important for me to obey the Lord. Now, what I had to cultivate in me was, you know... I. My pastor would joke, if you don't give your tithes and offerings, then your washing machine was going to break. And that frightened me. Like, I don't need my washing machine to break. And I realized that was really bad theology, okay? Threatening people to give is not the Lord. We give with a willing heart. We give, as a matter of fact, we'll talk about this probably next week when we get into some other scripture, You have to understand something. I scatter seed. I scatter abroad. I give to many different ministries. Um, I will sit here, and the Lord will lay someone on my heart, and I'll send the money. And and um, I do that. And the reason being, the reason I do that is because I love people. And that's my number one motivation for giving, is my love for the Lord and my love for people. I know what it's like to be a minister. I know that people are in battles and I sow seed. I also am generous when I go out to lunch. I can't tell you, I mean I got a couple leaders that will always buy my lunch, but I will always be kind. I'll always sow. When I was with Randy, um, you know, me and Randy always, we, we alternate every week who was going to pay for lunch. It was just the way we did it. Because that was the way me and Randy were. And um, sowing seed, giving, being kind, being loving. This is all wonderful stuff. But it's not without receiving. And that's why I want you to see. Don't sow to get. Don't play the God Russian roulette The God, you know, uh, slot machine to think, well, I'm going to give and God's going to give me. Now, if it's in faith, that's one thing. If it's just manipulation, it doesn't work with God. He's not manipulated. He's not a man that he can be manipulated. So we have to know that what we have to do with him is be in faith, cultivate that love, give. You know, there are a lot of people who have been in my church in years who don't give. Just don't give. They they've wanted to be on leadership. Look, you could be well. You know, you could be wealthy. Do you know you could be wealthy, and still not be qualified for leadership with God? I have this rule. Um, by the way, it's my rule. It's not God's rule. It's my rule. Anyone on my leadership, everyone has to tithe that they can't be on my leadership, because I feel like if your heart's not here, if you're if you know, because I tithe. If you're not a tither and your heart's not with us how can you lead? How can you take up an offering to other people? Because you won't tell them the tithe because you're not tithing. I've seen ministers. I've seen people so wanting to be in ministry. These are the simple things of our life. These are actually the easy things. So now, how much can you give an offering? Well, that's what you get to determine. You know that? This is the wonderful thing. After the tithe, you get to determine the offering. For Kathy and I, we started out with one percent more. So we were just stretching ourselves, folks, stretching ourselves to give. And then, as I started getting promotions and finally getting, you know, my what's called being checked out in the FA and getting to different levels where I'd get the full pay raises, um, we started giving more, and uh, that's what we did. And we've worked at giving. We've worked at giving because it's important to us to be givers. It's important to us. I remember Bill Johnson saying him and Benny have given 20% a year since they've been married. I think that's so amazing to me. And you know what? There was 32 years of ministry that Bill Johnson wasn't abundantly blessed. He said we, we had enough. We would go into credit card debt, out of credit card debt into credit card debt. And it was just this balancing act over and over again. And then God, after 32 years, opened up the heavens to him. And man, is he blessed now. And people think he's like, you know, this, you know, you know. he's gotten rich being a mega pastor. You know, he's gotten rich because he's written a lot of books. He travels a lot. Okay, so he gets a lot of offerings. But he is also, listen to me, extremely generous. And I love him. I, I I've I've studied him from afar and cl- somewhat close up. But it, you know, I, I watch. I ask. I've asked all his leadership questions about him. What it's like to be on his leadership and stuff like that. It's it's important to understand giving and people make it well. You're you're the blessing gospel, the prosperity gospel. Well, what are you? The poverty gospel? Is that what you are? Are you the poverty gospel? That's just sick. Jesus said, "He wants to prosper us." Let me me see if I can quickly pull up a scripture for us here. And um, it's 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 important for us to. um, Boy, it's coming down hard outside. Uh, I spelled it wrong. Bad fingers uh, Jesus said, let's just turn there. Let me see if it's this verse. I was just in Matthew. I'm, I'm having such a good time reading the Bible all the way through again, haven't done it in years. And, um, 10.30, I think it is. Jesus, 10.29, Jesus said assuredly, or let's, let's this is about the rich man, okay? <clears throat> How hard is it for him who trusts in riches to enter the kingdom of God? It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of the needle than to rich man to enter the kingdom of God. And, and, and they were greatly astonished and saying among themselves, who can be saved? But Jesus looked at them and said, With men it is impossible, but not with God, for with God all things are possible. Then Peter began to say to him, See, we have left all and followed you. So Jesus answered and said, Assuredly, I say to you, there is no one who has left house or brothers or sisters or mother or father and mother or wife and children or lands for my sake in the Gospels. Who shall not receive a hundredfold now in this time houses and brothers and sisters mothers and children and lands with persecutions and in the age to come eternal life for many who are first will be last and last first that sounds like a prosperity gospel now the problem with the prosperity gospel is people preach that the reason to believe They preach that is the reason to give. That is not the reason to give. The reason to give is love. That's the reason to be a tither and a giver. Love your church and tithe. Love ministers and give. And we'll talk about the poor. We're going to talk about vows. Okay? We're going to talk about those things. But be Faithful before the Lord, and let it be out of love. See, in the beginning, it was out of obedience, but it wasn't love. Now God, God honored my obedience. He knew love was to develop in me by the Spirit. It wasn't. Now I loved Him, but I didn't cultivate every act of my being that when I was when I was giving, it was love. And He showed me this. Oh God. 28 years, 29 years ago. Just to make everything love. And if I love you, I will give to you a need. I've had people call me and say, you know, Pastor, I need help. I've had enemies who were in trouble and sent them money because they needed help. I love people. I love God and I love you, and I hope you have a great day. Leave some comments. Let me know what you think. Respond back. Tell me your opinion. Tell me what your greatest revelation about giving was for you. I'd love to hear from you. God bless you. Bye-bye.